The Chicago Bulls get a very important win last night versus the Atlanta Hawks. But prior to that game, Javon Carter got honest about his limited minutes with the Chicago Bulls. And the Bulls might be looking at some buyout market players. Y'all know we're going to talk about it, break it down. But you know, you got to hear the music first. Come on, yeah. yeah. Gang. Shy Boys Podcast with the Cognac Boys. I'm Cognac Boy Bobby, and I'm holding it down on today's episode of Shy Boys Podcast. If you're tuned in with me today, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell as well. Now, look, the Chicago Bulls last night faced off versus the Atlanta Hawks and got themselves a victory, 136-126. And that guy... The Morgan Park menace, Ayo Dosumu, got himself a career high. He ended the game with 29 points and 7 assists. It should have been 30. But for the last few minutes of that game, they ain't want to give him no ball. But nonetheless, got to give a, and show a lot of love to Ayo Dosumu on a spectacular game last night. So we got to show some love. But now on to the content. So prior to the game... We had an article come out from NBC Sports Chicago, and uh, it was pretty much talking about limited minutes for Javon Carter. And Javon Carter got honest about it. We got to keep it a buck. He got honest about the limited minutes with the Chicago Bulls. And when he was asked, is he surprised with, you know, some of the uh, DMPs and things like that and the limited action? Uh, he came out and pretty much said, am I surprised? Yes. Um, I don't know, man. I just want to play ball. Whenever my name is uh called, I'll be ready. And you gotta, you, you, you we gonna keep on chugging. So then he also came out when they talked about other things. He also came out and showed love to his teammates. I want to see my teammates do well. Just because I'm not playing, it ain't got nothing to do with them. It's all love. And he also went on to talk about the business aspect of it and saying that he understands everything. And I know that what came into question is, you know, maybe his future, you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. We know he signed for a couple years with the Chicago Bulls, but I believe he has a player option next season coming up. I think it was a two-year deal that they got him for. Y'all fact check me on that. But at the end of the day, Javon Carter, I respect the honesty. I love the honesty. I mean, because let's keep it a buck. This is a production-based league. And in production-based leagues, you got to make things happen. That's just what it comes down to. And I believe that from the outside guy looking in and breaking down the game and looking at certain things, it gets it gets to a point to where my guy has to be more aggressive in certain situations. And I think that's the number one factor. I know when I'm I know that we're dealing with Billy Donovan, and I know that a lot of us don't really like Billy Donovan that much and don't view him in a good light. But Billy Donovan in the same article pretty much came out and said, Javon Carter, when he has the opportunities, he needs to shoot. And that's one of the real, that's real right there. If we can, if, if we thinking about these games that Javon Carter has played, what does he normally do in the game before he takes a three point shot? He's pump faking. He is pump faking. 
And let's keep it real, y'all. That's not good enough. Because if you have the open shot, the system is designed for you to take that shot, not pump fake, not do anything else, but take that shot. And I understand that will be some situations you don't want to take away the basketball IQ of a player, obviously. But, bro, if Javon Carter literally just cut down on pump fake threes and just take the three straight up, he'll be solid. He'll be good to go. You know what I'm saying? So I think that when it comes down to Javon Carter being honest about these minutes, we got to look at everything. Y'all know me. I'm 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 gonna look at the side from the players. I'm gonna look at the side from the coach. And from the side of the player, you understand, like man, like y'all brought me over here for a reason. You know what I'm saying? I still can shoot. I still can pick up a player on the defensive side, full court, and still be able to have an effect in such way. You know what I mean? But then from the player side, and we know Billy Donovan's history. If you go out there and you're not ready to shoot or you're not being aggressive, he gonna sit your ass down. If he if Billy Donovan showed that tough love to our homegrown players like Ayodo Sumu last season when he benched them for Goran Dragic because Ayodo Sumu was struggling a little bit at that time. And if Billy Donovan was able to continuously instill in this season, pull Patrick Williams a few minutes into the game because he's not being aggressive enough, how that does not exclude Javon Carter. Let's keep it a buck. That does not exclude Javon Carter. He has to be ready to go. You are the veteran player. You are one of the vets on this team. So we need you to come out here and be able to be yourself, play within the system, but we need that aggression. We need that aggression. I think nobody will be really, really upset if we see Javon Carter take pump fake threes, take a pump fake and then a three and hit a huge bulk of them. I think nobody would be upset about that. That's just how I'm looking at it. But I think that with the opportunities that have came Javon Carter's way, you got to take advantage of those. It's too many people trying to, you know, bite the apple for him to not be performing. We got young, intriguing players that won't time to. You still talking about Julia Phillips. You still looking at Daylon Terry. Not to mention Ayo. You can't take him out of the rotation because how consistent he's been. Tory Craig is returned. So if you if, if you Billy Donovan has that point, if you're not coming in to do your job the way I need you to do your job as the head coach, there's going to be limited minutes for you. Now, yesterday was the perfect matchup. For Javon Carter to go against Trey Young. And Javon Carter saw himself get 25 minutes last night. He got himself 25 minutes last night and scored 11 points, two rebounds, two assists. And you and you and you enjoyed this minutes last night. We enjoyed this minutes last night. There was still some pump faking in there, but there was also some other shot making in there, some defensive, you know, uh stances that he put up out there. Some effort that he put out there, got in the passing lane, deflected a couple passes. So you need that stuff. But it has to be the moment he steps on the floor. He's a bench player. He's coming off the bench. And we already know minutes are limited. It's tricky running and running all these guys and running a rotation to get all these guys minutes. So when he comes in, we can't give a much. We cannot give up much. So 
My guy got to take advantage of those moments. And I respect the honesty. I respect the honesty about the limited minutes. You know what I'm saying? It is a business. This is what it is. Sometimes you come in with the expectations that you're going to be able to play X amount of minutes. And sometimes things change, players change, think, you know, the coach's mind change. And sometimes if you was thought, if you was thinking that you was going to play 25 minutes a night, sometimes that won't happen. We got to give you 15, bro. It just be like that sometimes. It's a production-based league. And a lot of the times, those expectations we go into the job with, they always change. They always change. So that's that. Let me know what y'all think about that down below. Now, before we go, there's a, you know, the buyout market, you know, available. There's a few players that's out there. You know what I'm saying? But one player that keeps coming up in my mentions is Joe Harris. Look, first of all, how do y'all feel about the Chicago Bulls potentially looking at Joe Harris? Because me personally, I'm looking at it like, okay, you can add a three-point specialist, but his defense is atrocious. And I'm not saying that a guy has to be a specialist on defense, but golly, can we show effort? Can we do that? I'm not saying he's not capable. It's just that from the, from the sample sizes that I've seen, and some of y'all, if y'all watched him a little bit more closely, correct me if I'm wrong. There are times to where you just can't play Joe Harris on the court because he's a liability. You know? I remember those days when he was in Brooklyn and he was getting uh, attacked, 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 possession after possession. But what he could potentially bring to the team, potentially, is a three-point specialist that the Bulls don't have. They got three-point shooters, but no specialists. I believe this guy can't. I believe he is one of those specialists. That's just me. I, I mean, you know, it's a, is he probably one of the greatest top-tier specialists that's in the league right now? Maybe not. But he's a guy that if you get him on the floor, he comes with a little bit of size. He's going to be able to space the floor for you with this three-point shooting ability. The question is, is as we already kind of mapped out, is the defensive side of the ball. Can he show effort? And then as of late, he has been pretty damn injury prone too. So I understand that the Chicago Bulls are going to do their due diligence. At least that's what they tell us. But at the same time, we got to under, we, I mean, we have options, but I don't think, I don't know if Joe Harris is the answer. You know what I'm saying? It, it's cool. I'd be like, you know, hey, we got Joe Harris. Cool. But it wouldn't be nothing that's going to be like, we just got Daniel Gaffer back. And I ain't even, and I ain't saying the Bulls should have went and got him back. I'm just saying. Some signs mean a little bit more to me. More athleticism, more height, more size that the Bulls lack when it comes against certain teams. You need that. Because we've seen situations to where the Twin Tower lineup, it works. But last night, the Chicago Bulls tried to, they attempted to do the Twin Towers rotation against the Atlanta Hawks, and it didn't work at all. You know what I'm saying? So it's just hit or miss. So I would like other options in there with guys with some size on them to see what they could potentially do for the team. So... And if y'all can't tell, your boy, it's under the weather. But we still here rocking and rolling, y'all. But, hey, y'all let me know. Me, hey, if the boys do, the boys don't. I won't feel any different than what I feel right now. But saying it is what it is, we banking on competitiveness now. Not continuity, competitiveness now. 
So hopefully we'll see what happened in the next few days coming up, leading to the all-star break. And uh, yeah, that's it for me today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Shabu's podcast. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell. I'm Bobby. I'm going to catch y'all on the next one for sure. Come on, yeah. Gang.